the Your Life Rocks podcast, where we believe life balance is possible. Yes, even for you. This show is designed to help working moms focus on the things that matter most in life and helping you balance all that life has for you with practical tips from one working mom to another. My name is Jenny Stemmerman, and I am so glad that you're here to hang out with me today. You know, today is a little bit of a special episode, for me at least, and that's because I'm interviewing one of my very dearest friends. Today, we're talking all about friendship. Now, typically on the show, we talk about one of eight areas of life, and friendship is certainly one of them. Now, if you're new to the show, those eight areas are your faith, your marriage, parenting, career, home, health, finances, and friends and fun. Now, today, we're diving into friendship because in our Facebook group, we hear all the time about women who are looking to figure out like how they can find new friends and how they maintain those relationships once they get them. Because this is something, ladies, that is hard as a working mom. I mean, we're already balancing so much and it's really, really easy to let this one just slide off. Or depending on your personality type, which we're going to be talking a little bit about too as well, this might be something that's really, really important to you and that you crave to have in your life, but it might be missing or it might not be to the degree in which you want. So Today, my good friend and I, Amber Sandberg, we are going to be diving into why it's important that we have friends and what type of friends you should be looking for and also things that you can do to really help you make that effort. We're talking about overcoming some of those obstacles that get in the way like time and communication styles and all of that fun stuff. Now, before I introduce you to Amber, let me just say this has been a little bit of a challenging episode for us to record because we're not used to having someone else listen into our conversations, for one. And for two, we don't talk live that often. I mean, we talk live, but we usually talk on an app called Voxer. If you've never heard of Voxer, it's V-O-X-E-R. It's kind of like a walkie-talkie. And Amber and I have been really close friends for almost a year now, which I can't even believe. And we talk to each other almost every single day through this app. Now, you know, sometimes when you're at a meeting or something like that and people want to ask you like, or you have to say, what's the one thing that people might not know about you? Well, here's my one thing that you might not know about me. Me and my very good friend, Amber, we've never met. We've never met in person, yet we share life together. She's probably the closest friend that I have. And we share life together talking every single day. Isn't that crazy? We've never met in person. Now, one of these days, I know for sure that we will. But just to give you an example, it doesn't have to be perfect. Your friend doesn't have to live next door. We don't have to live up to these images that we have in our head of what friendship should be. But all the while, it is still very important. And I'm so excited for you to get to listen in to me and Amber talk. Now, before we jump into the interview, I do want to let you know a little bit about who Amber is. Now, Amber's been on the show before, a few months ago. I think we were talking a little bit about travel then. Travel is something that she's very passionate about, and she talks a little bit about that during this episode as well. She lives in Nashville, Tennessee with her husband and her two young daughters, and Amber loves hanging out with her family, going on vacations with her family, and just her husband, which is very important to her. She loves anything turquoise, and she really has a passion for getting to know women, especially moms, on a deeper level. Now, this has led her to be the host of the Mom Inspired Podcast. I hope that you go and you have a listen to her show. It's really incredible and one of my favorite ones to listen to. 
It's actually how I was very first introduced to her is I had listened to her show and then I reached out to her making an effort to make that friendship. Now, recently, Amber has joined her two passions, one as a podcaster and one being travel, and she's become a travel agent that specializes in helping families create amazing memories. So now you know a little bit about my friend Amber, so let's just jump right into our conversation all about friendship. Amber, welcome to Your Life Rocks. I am so excited to have you on the show. How are you? I am good, and I'm super excited to be here with you. Oh my gosh, this is going to be such a fun episode. So before we dive into everything that we're going to be talking about around friendship, tell us a little bit more about who you are and what you're all about. Yeah, so I am Amber Sandberg, and I live outside of Nashville, Tennessee. So I'm originally from Southeast Michigan, both my husband and I, and we moved here the end of 2006, and we love it. We have girls that were born in Nashville, so we have Southern Bells, which is so weird since we are Yankees, and (laughs) I have a podcast called Mom Inspired Show that I started in 2016, and I am also a travel agent that specializes in family travel and cruises. I love this, and of course, you've been on before, and I think, did we talk about friendship when you were on before? I can't even remember. It feels like it's been so long. We talked about travel and stuff like that, but I don't know if we talked about friendship. Probably not in depth if we did. Yeah, but today we are diving into that. So for those of you that don't know, Amber is probably one of my very closest friends. And, you know, this is going to be a great episode because we hear this all the time in our Facebook group of women who are saying, where do I find friends? How do I create friendships as a working mom? And Amber, although, do you still consider yourself a stay-at-home mom or a working mom now that you're a travel agent? I don't know. And even doing the podcast, I feel like I fall into a different category just because I have to have a structure of a week and having the guests come on for the interview. I would say I'm almost a work at home mom. Yeah, that's probably what I would say because I don't feel like I completely fall into the stay at home mom and then I don't work outside of the home. So yeah, I'm in that middle ground. Yeah. Like there's not really a label for you. I'm just floating, free floating. Floating. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's good. I like it. Well, when we first became friends, I know you really kind of identified more as a stay at home mom, but now that you're doing this whole travel agent thing, even though you had the podcast then, but now you're doing the travel agent thing. And so it's like another layer and you are probably one of the busier persons that I, people, persons, people that I know just because you have so many other things going on, which I think is going to be great for us to dive into as we start to talk about all of these things. So one of the questions I ask everybody is kind of what your definition of balance is for your life. Yeah, and I'll be completely transparent. Right now, I don't feel like I have a lot of balance because I'm bringing in the travel agent stuff and I'm learning all that. So there's no autopilot yet. You know, when you start a new job, even a job outside of the house, you know, it takes time. It takes six months usually for people to get really adjusted to that new atmosphere and that schedule and all that kind of stuff. So I'm trying to cut myself some slack, but at the same time, I think because I'm not technically working outside the house, I think I have these expectations that I should just already have this figured out, even though I just brought on all this extra stuff to do. So I'm just trying to make sure that, you know, I keep up with everything. And I talked to you about this last week. I kind of been letting the laundry fall. And I was saying to Jenny, I'm like, okay, so Jenny, when do you do your laundry? Because doing all the training for the travel agent stuff, it's taking up a lot of the hours in the day. And that's usually when I would run a load. And then I would do it after the kids get home from school. And so 
I honestly am just trying to find that balance, you know, now that I've added in this whole new adventure. And I just think, okay, oh, so here's an example. We have a grocery service around here called Shipped. And so I have joined that so that I can have groceries delivered so I don't have to worry about that. And I think that's so great for working moms to have something like that, that you can just have groceries delivered to you after you get home from work. And then you don't even need to worry about going to the grocery store. So, you know, just trying to figure out how can I outsource or delegate to kind of be more balanced in the things that I need to do and the things that I only can do, you know, that I'm responsible for. Yeah. And I think anytime there's a transition, there's always like that crazy time of just trying to figure out like, what are the schedules? What are the things that I need to be trying to figure out what's going to work best? And so I think once you kind of figure that out though, and we've talked a lot about this, like you'll find your rhythm, you'll find your rhythm and and then it will feel like second nature. Yeah. And you know, we just went to a marriage conference and I would totally recommend this conference. It's called A Weekend to Remember. And they broke us up into the women and the men at the very end. And it was so humbling because it was just a reminder that she was saying, as moms, we are trying to do so much stuff. And she said, you really need to fill your jar with the three main boulders. And that should be God, your husband, and your kids. And everything else comes after that. And I was just like, oh my goodness. I'm like, how easy is it that you kind of like try to work and work and then you're trying to do other things and you're trying to put that before them. But if you put those boulders in first, then you can pour all the other stuff to make it fit. But you can't pour all the other stuff in, all these little pebbles, and then try to shove the three boulders in there. So that was really key to me. And I just have to remember, you know what? If it's not God, my husband, or the kids and it's trying to take over, I really just need to evaluate that. So that was just really good to be reminded of that. I love it. And that is what Your Life Rocks is all about. So I'm so glad that you brought that up. And, you know, it's interesting because those really are like the main things, but there's so many other things that are not equally important, but are also very, very important. And I feel like friendship is one of those things that as working moms, sometimes it can get like the last of the yes, line. No, I agree. Mm-hmm. Because it's so easy just to be like, I'm busy. Friendship takes a lot of investment of time and energy. And, and it's hard sometimes, especially if we move around or, you know, we take on new jobs, we go through different transitions where we're just trying to survive through life. That friendship is one of those things that can kind of fall off. So I know for you, you are very social and you have a wide range of friendships that you have developed over time and that you maintain. And that's something that's really, really important to you. And for me, I'm a little bit of the opposite. I have a couple select curated friendships that I like to have. And that's kind of it for me. But regardless of where people fall kind of on that spectrum, talk to us a little bit why you feel friendship is so important. So I do want to clarify that it does probably seem like I do have a lot of friends, but what is really important with me, I'm very similar to you, that when you look at my close friends, they're very few. And so I may have acquaintances or friends that, you know, they're good friends, but they're not like my friends that I tell everything to because I don't think that you can have a ton of friends at all one level, right? And so One thing that I was talking to another mom and I was just saying, because she was talking about friends and I said, listen, as moms and wives and you're working, you only have so much time. So for me, if you are not, say a zero is we're not friends at all. I don't even know you. And 10 is like, we're super close. And you're like, you're one of my closest friends. If you're not falling into the level seven to 10 and actually eight to 10, I can't invest in you as much as I would like. And so 
I'm going to find the friends that I feel like are an eight to a 10 and really pour myself into them. And not to say that I will forget about the other people, but like if I have a choice and I only have so much time, I'm going to turn my attention to the friends that fall into that category, which you're one of them. So I'm going to spend that time and that effort to kind of communicate to you where the other people, I may have to just see them in a group. And so you're asking, why is friendship so important? I just feel like as moms, if you don't have girlfriends to connect with, your husbands are great, right? They're great, but they're not women and they're not moms and they just don't think the same way as we do. So you need to have somebody that you can bounce things off of and just talk to and just be like, hey, I'm just, you know, spinning my wheels, having a hard time with this and how do you feel about this? And most likely they're going to say, I totally understand that, you know, my daughter is turning four tomorrow and I feel like husbands understand that time goes by fast, but I feel like moms, they feel that in their heart that they're like, oh my gosh, like the time is going so fast. I can't believe they're growing up. My babies, they're growing up and it kind of almost gives you baby fever. I don't feel like a husband would ever feel that. I would be like, they're just so, you know, thinking about other things. Even though you may not want another baby, I think another mom would be like, I know what you mean. Like you think about the babies being young. So I just think it's so important to have that so that you can relate to them. And then just also, you know, have somebody that you can confide in that you just need to have I don't want to say like a life partner, right? But, you know, where you just have like somebody that you can really just, you know, share your life with and just have somebody kind of understand you and just be on your team. I feel like there's so many people that you can have against you that you need to have someone that's your cheerleader as well as your husband so that you're not putting all the pressure onto him to be your everything, which obviously he shouldn't. But I do think that's sometimes easy when you don't have girlfriends. Oh yeah, completely, completely. And I do think it is kind of like having someone to go through life with. And it might not necessarily be a lifelong friend because I've certainly have friends that I still consider them to be really close friends, even though I don't talk to them. Some of them I haven't talked to them in like months, but if I saw them, I'd be like, we'd pick up right where we left off. But they were like my closest friend for a season. Like they're still such a big part of my life, even though I don't necessarily talk to them every day. But it is sometimes where I feel like God brings us these people in different seasons of our life to do life with and to be with them. And it helps us be better people, which brings us into our very first point, which is finding friends that really bring out the best in you. I think that, you know, as you were kind of talking about the scale of friendship, right? Like from people that we barely know to people that are kind of acquaintances or people we talk to when maybe when we see them when we're out and about to our closest friends that we kind of, you know, share life with and and give secrets to. I think it's important that we are very selective about those people that we allow into that inner circle. So talk to us a little bit about that. I know it can be a little bit like dating sometimes, right? Like when you're trying to figure out where those friends fall kind of on that, on that, that scale. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think too, you can kind of tell when you hit it off with someone. And so here you're in Oregon and I'm in Tennessee and I think we knew when we were chatting on the phone, because you were going to come on my show, I just felt like we clicked, right? Like, it's kind of like when you're dating, you just kind of know, like, if you click with somebody or if you don't. And then also, are they a Christian? Are they a believer? Because for me, just kind of like being married to a non-believer versus being married to a believer, you share similar values. And so you have the same viewpoints on things. So you're not coming from such a different background that, you know, you're having to have confrontation all the time because you're like, well, you're over here and I'm over here. And so for me, I really want to surround myself with 
believers. And not to say that I won't have Christian friends, but those people are not going to be super close in my life. They're not going to get super close to my heart because we're just not on the same page. And so I feel like that is super important. And I know with a lot of working moms, you become friends with people you work with because it's all about proximity. So you may be going to lunch with people and hanging out with them or hanging out with them after work. That is totally fine. But you probably need to think about that being more of a witness versus them being like your best bud and just sharing everything. And I would really encourage that if you are in that situation, that you also have Christian girlfriends that you can really share your life with and be super transparent with. Oh, totally. And I want to dive a little bit more into Christian friends here in a bit and a little bit more on why that's important. But before we get there, this is, I think, the hardest question is trying to figure out where to find these friends. Because, you know, you mentioned working moms, finding friends that they work with. But I've honestly, like, I've worked in places where I didn't necessarily gravitate towards anyone there. It's not that I didn't like them, but if I'm going to take time away from my husband or my kids or, you know, the rest of my life to invest in a friendship with someone, I have to like really like them. And so it can be a little bit hard to find those friends. So share with us just a little bit about where you have found some of your close friends. So I really recommend small groups, you know, or Bible studies, and you can do those after work. And I just feel like when you're around, again, I'm going to go back into like, you're around Christian women, you're sharing that same, you know, foundation. I feel like that really helps. And so if you can plug yourself into your church and then into the women's ministry, I think that's really great. Or the moms. I know I go to mops and that's on Friday morning. Mothers are preschoolers. So I know that people that work outside the home, they can't go there. But I have a friend that works full time outside of the house and she goes on a Monday night. So there are options to do that. That's what I would look for. Also, just like even working out, going to the gym or going to a bar class, you know, doing things that you love to do, then you're finding people that love to do that too. So right there, you already have a common interest that you guys share together. Yeah. And I think that that's important is that you do have to just kind of put yourself out there. I think it's, you know, as we're kind of talking about this, one of the things that I enjoy about our friendship is that you are always looking at your own personal growth. You're looking at growing your marriage. You are always looking for improvement. And that makes me want to always want to improve myself as well. And so I think, you know, as you're looking at places to go or ways to create those friendships is to go to places that you know you're going to find those people who you want to have in your life. So if you're looking for a friend, and I highly recommend everyone has a friend that is equally yoked but different, that that likes to grow, that likes to challenge you know, where you are in life, because there are times that I will say stuff to you and you'll challenge me on it. You'll be like, well, (laughs) you say that, but, and I think it's important to have those people in your life, but you have to go to where you think you're going to find maybe some of those people at, and you'll never really know until you actually do it. But yeah, I mean, our situation, you would never in a million years think that we would be friends. So not because we don't get along, but how it actually worked out. And so to me, I just feel like if you put yourself out there, I feel like God knows the friends that he wants you to have in your life, but you have to put yourself out there in order for it to happen. Like you can't, it's like someone saying, I want to get married. I want to date, but they never go anywhere. They just stay in their house. Well, I mean, that makes it a little challenging for God to just bring the person to your door. So my point is, is that you and I connected and that was an interesting story because you had, you know, assistant helping you out and she reached out for you. And then we ended up talking and then, you know, hit it off. And so, and now we just communicate all the time and we've really built up our friendship. So I'm just trying to encourage everyone that 
I just feel like you just need to put yourself out there and just give it some time. You know, it may not happen right away. It takes time to cultivate those friendships. Yeah, it definitely does. And it takes a little bit of effort. And, you know, you've already talked a lot about like Christian friends and the importance of that versus non-Christian friends, which I think are really important. And I've certainly had some close friends that were not Christian and it makes a huge difference just in, you know, when you're having issues with your husband and you know this about me, I do not, like if I'm having an argument with something with my husband, I don't talk about it. Like I might just say, pray for me. We're having an issue, but I won't like go into details because that's just, you know, I don't necessarily like to do that. But my non-Christian friends, if I would say that they would try to pull it out of me. And it's just a very different set of values. It's a very different set of viewpoints. And sometimes I think it's really important that if we're allowing those people really close to us, having shared Christian values is something that's really important. I agree for sure. (laughs) (laughs) So much to say on that point. I agree. I agree with everything you just said. (laughs) But you know, it's funny because when I first moved to the town that we're living in now, that was one of the things that God really placed on my heart is that he wanted me to find friends, like develop some friendship, develop some relationships, because that's never been a strong suit of mine. I am like a total introvert. I could be by myself forever and be totally fine. So I was like, oh my gosh, this is such a challenge, but I felt like he was really calling me to it. And so I just prayed and I was like, okay, God, if this is what you want me to do, I'll put myself out there, but just bring the right people on my path. And I started reaching out. I honestly, the first place I reached out was in Facebook groups, like local Facebook groups and just asking like, where do you find friends? (laughs) Like help me out. And someone had reached out to me over Facebook message and we just started chatting. And then she invited me to a Bible study. And now like that group of friends are like my local friends. You know, that's like my prayer group. They're the people that I hang out with. But even within that group, there are people that I'm a little bit closer with and people that I'm not so close with. And so I do think it's important that you surround yourself with those people because whenever I'm having a hard day, they will pray for me. Whenever I am feeling confused, they'll pray for me. If I need to talk something out, I can do that with them. And then, of course, you know, you were just a total gift from God that he brought you into my life. But I think it's important that, you know, you have to put yourself out there because otherwise, like you said, they're not just going to come knock on your door. Well, and I just want to say too, so we started, I don't know if you want to talk about this right now, but I'll just make this a quick point. If you don't, if you guys don't know this, there's an app called Boxer. And so you can kind of talk back and forth similar almost to a walkie-talkie type feeling. But I remember, so we had our first conversation on the phone because we were talking about the podcast and then we started boxing. And I remember, and I think this helped because I was transparent with you saying something about wanting to get fit, losing the baby weight, blah, blah, blah. And so you boxed back saying that you totally understood what I was saying. Well, if I did not take that risk and put it out there, we might've still been good friends like this, but maybe it would have taken longer, but I just kind of just jumped right in. And so saying that stuff. So I feel like right then we had something that we really could kind of connect on. And then it's like, we could talk about that. And then the struggles that we have with that. And so I feel like that's really important to know when does it feel safe to be transparent and then also to take that risk. Absolutely. And I think that this is such a great little gateway to our last point, which is really about making that effort. Because not only is it an effort in time investment, but it's also effort just to be vulnerable and to put yourself out there because that's not something that's always easy to do. Yeah. I mean, when I was listening at the conference this weekend, the 
woman is also a pastor's wife. And she was saying that there's a new pastor coming in with his wife. She really likes her, wants to get to know her, but her schedule is already packed. So that means she has to rearrange her schedule if she wants to get to know this woman because she has to drop something or put it to the side. And I think that's so true. I think you can't just keep jamming everything in there. So if you want to get to know someone and you want to take that time, you have to then figure out where can you carve that out of your schedule. And if it's important enough for you to get to know them, it's going to take time. I say this all the time to my friends that I've known since my early 20s. And sometimes it's challenging to get to know new friends because they don't know your past. So then it's like they don't know all the stuff that makes you who you are. And then you kind of have to share all that. And that all takes time because we don't have those opportunities. If you went away to college and then you're like hanging out with everybody in a dorm, or if you're again, college age, you may have more time, you know, you don't have the kids, you don't have the husband, you don't have the house. You have more opportunity to get to know someone because you have more time to like, maybe you're spending the night at each other's places and stuff like that. So you don't have that now. So now you have to try to figure out how are we going to get close on a very limited amount of time. And that's where I think, you know, little and often, even if you only have that, I think you have touch points during the day. So with Boxer, that's what we do. We kind of just, you know, touch base every day almost. And it's not like, it doesn't have to be an hour conversation sitting on the phone. No one has time for that. So for me, it's like, if you can just kind of ping pong back and forth whenever someone has time or like my friend who does work outside of the home, I know when she's driving home, I will make that time so that we can connect. And with her and I, that may only be once a week, but we have that past history. So we're not trying to build up where if you are trying to make friends with new people, I do think you have to talk to them more often so that they can get to know you or it's going to take forever. So I know it can be very discouraging at times because you're just like, I don't have time for this, but I feel like it will really pay off if you do put in the effort. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I love too that you kind of like realize where her schedule's at and where you can fit in. And I think that that's, you know, when we talk about making that effort, that's really what it is. It's figuring out what is going to work best for the other person. It's kind of like a marriage, right? Like you have to kind of know what makes them tick how they receive love and you have to like make that effort in the relationship and it's kind of the same kind of thing. Exactly. And we've talked about this before, you know, what is your love language? And so if you guys know that, um, there's a book, I'm totally blanking on the name who wrote it. It's called The Five Love Languages. And so we talk about that with our spouses, maybe even with our kids. But I think it's good to know that with your friends because you could be trying to show them love and they're not receiving it that way. And then you're getting frustrated and it's because you're showing them the way that you would want to be loved. And so I think it's good to know what do they like. And so then that way, I feel like that's kind of like a fast pass. It's like you're kind of jumping ahead and really moving it along. If you can kind of, you know, speak to them the way that they really receive love. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think this is one of the things too, that helped us develop our relationship as quickly as we were able to develop it. Kind of going back to that first point of, you know, iron sharpens iron and finding those friends that help you be better is that we talked a lot about, you know, different personality tests and kind of, it allows us to talk about who we are and knowing the other person better. And one of the things that you and your husband have recently been doing is Enneagram and like you just educating me on that has helped us, I think, get to know each other a little bit better because we can bring it into different situations. And so it allows it to be, I don't know, somehow yeah. like it's easy. Right. 
I do. I agree. And so, and what Jenny is referencing is, so Enneagram is a personality. It's not so much like Myers-Briggs. It's more encompassing, I feel. And I actually did a podcast episode, 71, if you guys are interested, by Beth McCord. And she kind of just goes through the numbers. They're numbers. And so I'm a two. And if you don't know the Enneagram, this is not going to make any sense. But I'm a two and we think Jenny might be a nine. And so (laughs) this kind of helps to figure out how we kind of resolve issues, uh, what are our core fears. And then also we know our husband's numbers too. So then instead of just being like, yeah, your husband stinks or so does mine, you can kind of go, yeah, well, they're this number. And so this is probably why you're dealing with this and you're this number. And so this is why you're responding this way. And so I really do feel like that helps. And not only did I have Beth on my show my husband, Todd, and I have done Enneagram coaching, and that has really helped to try to figure it out because not only are you learning about yourself, you're learning about him. And so I just feel like when you can apply that to friendships too, it really just kind of helps you figure out like, how do they process everything? Because they're not processing it the same way as you. And I think that's really key in a relationship. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I know, for example, we were just talking about this before we started recording is, I mean, we talk almost every single day and that's something that we've just kind of made an effort to be in each other's life. And I enjoy actually having you as a friend, which I know that sounds like weird to say, but I'm not a friendship kind of girl. Like I'm not someone who needs to have a ton of friends, but like I missed you this weekend while you were away and not talking with you. And we were just saying that with your personality style on the weekends, when I typically go a little bit more MIA, you're like, you know, that affects you differently. And so now knowing that, like, I'm going to make a better effort on the weekends just to touch base and see how you are. Yeah. And so as a two, so just to kind of give you guys an idea, twos, their core fears are not feeling loved or wanted. And so how that shows up is I feel like I'm more present in relationships and I'm, you know, reaching out more often. And it can oftentimes feel from the other numbers that they don't care that isn't the truth. And so Beth, who is the Enneagram coach, she is a nine. So I actually now understand that when you just said that, that you don't need friends as much. I've asked Beth, I said, so is there anybody that you kind of talk to on a daily basis besides your husband? And she's like, no. And so you making that comment, which you've never said before about the friends, which I didn't know, makes sense because I understand from what she has said. And she's like, I have to make sure that I touch base with my number two friend. And so, because she needs that. And so I think that that's what I mean by it's really good to understand everybody. And sometimes, you know, some people may feel like, well, that's, you're putting me in a box, but sometimes it helps everybody understand a little bit better. And just, instead of just going, oh, I don't know why you're acting like this. Right. (laughs) And so I think even with your husband, right. With one of the number that he is, I think you had a revelation of like, oh, okay. So this is why he does this or that. And then that way you can go, oh, okay, because he's this number instead of just being like, oh, because he's just him, right? It kind of, I think it just kind of helps you to go, okay, I totally get this now and now I can kind of figure out how to work around that. Yeah, it's like allows you to see things for how they really are. And again, that's why having a friend is so great because it allows you to process, you know, seeing things how they really are, whether you're talking about Instagram or anything else. It's an outsider's perspective on your life, which I think is really, really important. So to just kind of recap some of the main points that we shared, number one is really finding those friends that help you be better, that help you grow in your life and kind of challenge you in your life, I think is really, really important. Number two is finding those Christian friends that can pray for you and be that accountability and have that matching values. And then number three is making an effort, figuring out how to make an effort that fits with what the other person needs, what they want. 
and all of that good stuff. So Amber, before we part ways on the podcast, any other thoughts that you have around friendship that you wanted to share? Yeah. I mean, I think the thing is, is to really give it an effort. And I just feel like it's really important to, you know, make a priority in your life because I feel like I know as moms and you're working, you're just, I don't know, kind of spent at the end of the day. And here's the thing. I am not a night person. So if I were to go out with somebody in the night, I kind of just am toast. I'm just done. And so for me, it might be better if I'm talking to somebody who is a night person or working or whatever, maybe we need to find a middle ground and just meet up on the weekend on Saturday, you know, so to really know, like, are you dealing with a morning person, a night person? And then what is their schedule and really just trying to, you know, I don't know, compromise to make it work. And I feel like you have to give that effort in order for it to work and that it's totally worth it. It is so totally worth it. And I love this because everything we've been talking about on this episode and really most of everything we talk about on this entire podcast is really around intentional living. And when you and I first became friends, that was one of the things that really drew me into you and realized this is someone who I can really jive with is because you are so intentional about so many things. And one of them is creating memories. I know you challenge me all the time to pause and do things with my kids to create some memories. And that's one of the main reasons why you became a travel agent, which I'm so super excited about to have you do that. But talk to us a little bit about why you went into travel and why it's something that you're passionate about. So I do love to travel. I don't know where it came from. I traveled as a young child and my grandma said, you know, not everyone can be an international traveler since the age of two. And so I think it's kind of just in my blood to some degree, but I just love finding new places and exploring the area and just kind of seeing how people live and how different it is. And even, you know, we went to Atlanta and I could just tell that it's so diverse and it's just so different because it's a bigger city and just seeing, I don't know, just seeing how everybody is there and and how things are different. And then, you know, some areas of the country, the houses look different. And I don't know, it's just so interesting just to kind of get yourself outside of your box and go see how other people live. And I'm all about on the Mom Inspired Show, encouraging people to travel and go on vacations and make memories with their families. I just feel like when the kids look back on life, they're not going to really remember all the things that they have in their house or if you, you know, got a new couch and, you know, you updated your kitchen, as great as those are. But if you feel kind of tight with money, I would say that the kids are going to remember the vacations over that. And they're going to be able to have those fun stories later on in life. And now if you can do both, that's amazing. But some people can't, you know, they have to decide. I know for us, I don't pick house renovation stuff, even though there's times that I'm like, I really want to change the kitchen, but I pick going to Disney World or going to a beach or trying a new place. And because I want the girls to talk about that, they get so excited and they reference it, you know, and they say, I want to go back. And I want them to have those memories when they grow up. We only have them for such a short amount of time. I love this saying, and Jenny knows it, that the days are long, but the years are short. And that is so true. As my daughter turns four tomorrow, I just think, oh my goodness, this is the last day she's three. It can make me cry. And so, but you just think about how many years do you have left? How many summers do you have left until your kids graduate? And then they're gone, you know? And so, take advantage of that time that they are here, that they're little, you know, and I think so often we go, we'll do that then, we'll do that here. You know, I really challenge Jenny, one, because 
her son only has five summers left until he graduates. And so she's a little bit ahead of me with her kids. And I don't want her to look back and go, oh my gosh, like we didn't do A, B, C, D, and E. We had these on our list because time goes by so fast and you have to be intentional. And that's why I became a travel specialist. I focus on families, but I do couples vacations and stuff like that because I really want everybody to feel good when the kids walk out that door to say, you know what? We utilize that time well. We spent that time well and I want to help everybody make those memories happen. And so the service is free to everyone. I get paid through the vendor and the wholesaler. So why not use me? It's kind of like a housekeeper or a lawn service guy coming to your door saying, hey, I will do this for free. You know, you wouldn't say, well, I can do it on my own. So I'm not going to have you help me. No, you'd be like, yes, sign me up because I don't have time. I'm busy. I'm a working mother. Hello. And so that is why it's so important because I just feel like not everybody looks forward. I do. I very much a future thinking person. And so I kind of put myself I feel the pain ahead of time and a lot of people feel the pain afterwards. And so I'm trying to help those people that do not think that way so that they can feel so good and be like, I'm so glad that we made this important, that we were intentional and that we were able to save up for this. And then that's where I just come in to help everyone. I love it. I love it so much. So if someone is like, yeah, that's exactly what I need. How do they book a call with you? Yeah. So the easiest way to do that is just go to mominspiredshow.com forward slash travel agent. Just go ahead and click there and then you will be able to email me and it's a free consultation. We can brainstorm, come up with ideas, figure out what your budget is, figure out like what do you want to do in the next five years with your family? And and also I would encourage you guys to go away with your husbands too. Mm -hmm. That is so important. You don't want them to graduate and then you go, I don't even know who you are because we didn't take any time. So yeah. So just go to momsfireshow.com forward slash travel agent, click there and we can set up a time and talk. And again, my services are free to you. I love it. And I highly encourage everyone to go and check it out and book a call with Amber so you can chat with her. I always love chatting with her and listen to her show, the mom inspired show. It's one of my favorite podcasts that I love listening to. And I know you will love it too. Well, Amber, thank you so much for coming on your life rocks. It was so great chatting with you. I had such a blast and I really do hope that you guys really think about the friendships that you have and really think about who you want your friends to be as a level eight and 10 and go invest in them. I love it. So there you go. There's some tips from me and my friend Amber on how you can create more Christian friendships in your life. And if you're someone who is looking for those friends or you have some friends, but there may be you're not sure if the friends that you really, really need right now in the season of your life, I just encourage you to pray. That's how I found Amber. That's how I found so many of the current friends that I have right now is just through prayer and asking God to guide my steps and to bring them onto my path so that I would be able to meet them. And I hope the same for you because they are really worth it to have those friends. I know it takes a lot of time and it takes a lot of energy, but it is definitely worth it. So check out Amber's podcast, The Mom Inspired Show. And I highly encourage you, if you are wanting to create memories for your family through travel, even if you're not sure you can afford it, she has some tools to help you kind of plan ahead. And you know, I love to plan ahead, right? I love intentional living, and she has a lot of really great tools to help you do that as well. So check her out by going to themominspiredshow.com. Now, if this is your very first time listening to this podcast, I hope you hit subscribe so you don't miss a single one of our upcoming episodes. We have a lot of great things coming your way, especially 
because summer is coming, moms, and there's a lot of planning that needs to be had to make it the very best intentional summer possible. So we've got some great episodes coming your way on that topic. I hope that you don't miss them. So until next week, keep building a life that rocks. Bye. Thank you.